Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Paul Chrisman, Executive Director and Amber Stringer, Program Director of Hope Haven of East Texas. Good morning. Great to have you back with us today. Well, thanks for having us. You bet. Don't forget, uh, In Focus, I should say, is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus and In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Paul and Amber, again, great to have you back today. This is uh, maybe the third, fourth visit we've had with uh, different members of your staff. And um, I know it's an exciting and challenging time for you. Um, You deal with uh, uh, young girls and young women who are having um, uh, problems that we will go into during the course of the show. Matter of fact, I'll kind of let you have it right now and basically explain uh, a little bit of your history and what Hope Haven is all about in the thumbnail form. Well, uh, Hope Haven was formed in 2012 and uh, it's just a group of volunteers trying to help in uh, the child welfare and foster care systems of Texas. And we continue to see needs, saw needs then, and uh, in 2018, we opened uh, our first program, which was a group uh, residential operation in Lindale uh, in May of 2018, and since that time, we've served over 60 girls have lived with us. Uh, these are teenage girls from age 13 to 17, and they have been removed from their families by the uh, child welfare system and uh, most of them have suffered significant trauma in their life and so uh, our mission is to provide them with some support some safety uh, the basic living uh, requirements that they have and uh, at the same time uh, provide some emotional therapy for them very good that's a good summary and you can find it on the website by the way and that is h-h-o-f-e-t dot org did i get the last part of it right yes yes sir okay so i get a gold star and you certainly get a gold star for the fine work you do which we're going to be talking about in detail today especially because there have been some important changes and some updates in what you do now you're actually located um in the old mill the historic milburn gary house that's between tyler and lindale and um it's already gotten to a point where that's only part of your operation we're going to talk about that um, today as well you're available from 8 30 to 4 30 monday through friday and with all of that said let's go into some of the things that uh, you do specifically and we're going to touch on maybe two or three things that are relatively new you're basically four different program types let's talk about each of those and uh, what they are and how they operate Yeah, for sure. So Paul kind of hit on our first campus in Lindell, which is a group home for teenage girls in the foster care system. So with the 13 to 17 age gap, we are teaching the girls transitioning living skills, um, cooking, cleaning, just different chores throughout the week, driver's ed program. We do allow the 16 and up to get jobs if it's appropriate. So really just trying to teach them how to become independent. Um, We do have a new launch that opened last October. Southern Oaks Baptist Church here in Tyler partnered with us and um, gifted a beautiful home, current uh, Oak Haven. It serves four girls, and this would be aging out youth, 18 to 21. We have one girl there that moved in in February and three that just graduated high school that will be transitioning there this summer. Mm -hmm. So we're about to fill capacity at Oak Haven. 
And in that program, we have a mentor parent that lives next door to the girls because it is an independent living home. We don't have supervised staff like we do on all of our other campuses, but a mentor role that's next door to provide just guidance and support because they absolutely need that continuity, even in the 18 to 21 realm. Um, so Miss Tama, she's fantastic. And Danielle's Home of Hope, this is our newest launch. We're super excited about this program in Gregg County. We partnered with a longtime foster family, Doug and Tammy Kegarais, and are opening an emergency care shelter. And Danielle's Home of Hope is gonna serve uh, young girls five to 17. And this program being a shelter is a 90-day placement type while we work to secure a more permanent placement setting. All right. A little bit about Danielle's Home of Hope, since that's really kind of in the uh, a work in progress right mm-hmm. now, if I understand correctly. You said Gregg County specifically. I believe that's uh, going to be located in Gladewater. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So we have Gateway of Hope, which is your uh, – that's really what got it all going for you back in 2012 and then on up through your official opening in 2018. So now you've expanded. You have Oak Haven in cooperation with Southern Oaks Baptist Church in Tyler. And then Danielle's Home of Hope for ages 5 to 17 in Gladewater. And um, basically, uh, from what you're telling me, you're expanding your client base. It started out with this 13 to 17 age group, and and now you're seeing a need, and you're having needs that uh, you're basically being charged with through the Department of Family and Protective Services, which we also need to explain a little bit later on in the show. Um, as far as your child placement agency, that's a little bit further down the road, and this will uh, actually serve girls and young women from birth all the way through age 21. It, I, in some ways, I guess it's a little premature to talk about that, but tell us what you have planned as far as that it, part of it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our mission is to just provide this continuity of care for our clients that if they can um, decrease to a lesser restrictive setting, we call stepping down. So if they can step down from a GRO or a shelter into a foster home place, placement that's uh-huh. our goal so the child placement agency is going to be both male and female um okay. clients for foster and adoptive uh and kinship families which is relative placement so the cpa will cover all realms all righty and you're looking to move into tyler uh you hope by early 2023 you're, and you're looking at a site in downtown tyler that- we are currently uh in negotiations for a site in downtown tyler and we'll bring our administrative offices there we'll also house uh, the child placement agency in that facility and uh, included in all of that is an extension and expansion of our therapy programs both to the children themselves and to the families uh, either uh, where they originated or to the families in which they're adopted or placed as foster children. Okay, very good. I uh, want to let everybody know you're listening to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and Paul Chrisman and Amber Stringer from Hope Haven of East Texas are our guests this morning. And I did want to make sure everybody understands your ministry is for neglected and primarily neglected and abused girls in the foster care system, just to make sure we're clear on that. and. 
You want to prepare them for healthy adult living. And, of course, your operations, as we're already hearing, are ever-expanding. I wanted to clarify something. You say your administrative offices will be in Tyler, you hope, within the next six to seven months. And uh, you'll still have the campus in Lindale that will serve as uh, your Gateway of Hope facility? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, we'll ha- operate at that time with the four campuses, uh, the Child Placement Agency in Tyler, uh, the uh, group residential operations in Lindale, Uh, The emergency shelter will be in Gladewater, and uh, uh, the independent living uh, campus is already and will continue to be based in, in Tyler. Okay, very good. So we're caught up on that. Let's go, if we could, into a little bit more detail about each of these, because it's interesting, some of the specific things that you do on each of these campuses. And with Gateway of Hope, your main campus in Lindale for the uh, girls age 13 through 17, of course, this transitional living and life skills development focus. Uh, Tell us about some of the specific things you do. You have a driver's ed, work program, uh, different uh, fun activities, too. Yeah, uh, so we can them treatment programs um, because they absolutely are incentivized based programs because we want to reward the behaviors that we want to see so if we get girls that come to us and their behaviors are a little shaky because of their backgrounds and their past then we want to incentivize them to work on some journey work and some healing and get into a work program so our Oak Haven home, in order to live at Oak Haven, you have to be working 20 hours a week or going to college at least six hours a semester. So that campus alone has been a beautiful treatment program to incentivize some of our Hope Haven girls to get jobs or pursue higher ed for the sake of transitioning into Oak Haven. Mm-hmm. So that's been successful for four of our kiddos, and that's that's been a beautiful success we're really proud of. I'd like to mention that I think um, one of the key things that we try to do at the group residential operations that we stress is uh, completing their education. Yeah. So oftentimes, uh, girls that have lived and have been removed due to the trauma uh, of their families are behind educationally. Yeah. And uh, would just say that we have found a great partner in the Lindale Public Schools. They have programs that allow... Uh, our young women uh, to rapidly regain those credits, come back to to level uh, in their education. Um, One of our success stories that we feel so proud of uh, is this last year we had five of our girls walk the stage to graduate from Ah. Lindale High School. And um, if nothing else we accomplished, that would be a success. Okay. Paul Christman, Amber Stringer, Hope Haven of East Texas, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. If you want to get in touch, best way to start is hhofet.org. That is the website. You'll see social media on there, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. And we haven't given out the phone number yet. It's nine. It's, oh, I, I'm in the habit of saying 903. I remember when it was still <laughs> 214, so I can be excused for that, I guess. But 430-235-2032. That's 430-235-2032. That and the website hhofet.org. Probably the two best starter kits for you if you want to make contact okay we we were talking about oak haven and um uh, maybe a little bit more specific information we've covered the basics as far as danielle's home of hope and gladewater let's get into a little bit more specific information about that yeah absolutely so danielle jones um she was a cps caseworker here in smith county and 
tragically passed about eight years ago. So this shelter is being opened in remembrance of Danielle, her aunt, and she uh, purchased this home next door to her aunt's home. And uh, when she passed, her aunt and her mother took over this project. So we partnered with them and uh, are prayerful that this shelter will be licensed and open to serve kiddos, uh, girls, this fall. Um, this age gap is going to have girls on all of the Gladewater campuses. So we'll be serving elementary, middle school, junior wow. high, and high school kiddos. Uh, this program is specific for a short-term stay of 90 days at the longest. So when we get our girls here, we are going to be seeking out a more permanent placement, such as a foster home or a group home or whatever placement top is most appropriate for them. Um, and in this program, we'll be able to serve eight girls Uh we do expect to be able to serve a large capacity of girls and fill up quickly because of the state's crises that we're in with placements, uh, which was a huge reason we felt the need to open emergency care because of the number of children in CPS offices right now. Okay, and another thing, uh, I'll be with you in just a minute, Paul, but I wanted to get caught up on this first. The uh, CPA, which is for birth through age 21, that's recruiting foster and adoptive families relative placements willing to provide permanency specific target to therapeutic foster families that's where you're that's going to be in your uh, new administrative offices yes. in downtown tyler as i understand it that's correct uh, it would be uh, uh, along with our administrative offices would be there okay and you were getting ready to say something i was just going to to add that uh, the reason we uh, uh move forward on the emergency shelter in Gladewater. I just wanted to say that uh, there, there was, what we discovered is uh, there is only one emergency shelter in all of Northeast Texas, and it's wow. all the way up by, uh, next to Texarkana. Gosh. And so there was no temporary place uh, to put children when they're removed or in transition. And so there was a real need to create something in this part of um, Northeast Texas. And uh, we just saw this as a gap that needed to be filled and an opportunity to do it. All righty. Well, you're certainly staying busy uh, in the first 14 minutes and 30 seconds of the show. I can tell that. And we have, uh, we're only halfway to the end. And let's go ahead and kind of segue from that into one of your main concerns right now, if not the main concern, the Texas child welfare system experiencing some major changes in their model and how they provide care for kids in the system. And a lot of this work is being tossed to agencies like yours and your partners and other agencies that do similar types of work to what you do, both here in East Texas and beyond. Tell us how it is affecting you all at Hope Haven and uh, beyond what you've already said, how you're working to address that issue well uh, the the program is called community-based care it has been a state initiative for a number of years it has been uh, introduced in other areas and regions of the state uh, in the Fort Worth area in the uh, Abilene Wichita Falls Amarillo uh, uh, Midland uh, areas 
but it's coming to East Texas next spring, and we are in the process of preparing for the community-based care. It is focusing on shifting the management of child welfare uh, to the local region with the feeling that those folks in that area know best what is right for the children in their area. Okay. And... uh, so we're preparing for that, and that is the reason uh, and motivation for a lot of our expansion. All righty, and we're going to get into another aspect of that a little bit later on in the show, namely how you can be a part of it with a large emphasis on uh, staffing and hiring. So bookmark that, everyone, if you would, and we'll come back to that in a few more minutes. Um, not long after we re- remind everyone this is in focus, I'm John Sims, and Paul. Chrisman and Amber Stringer with Hope Haven of East Texas are our guests this morning. Uh, again, that phone number nine. Uh, I keep doing that four three zero. Excuse me four three zero two three five two zero three two. And um, you're actually on Highway sixty nine North between Tyler and Lindale, your main campus. But that is all uh, already in the process of changing. One of the things that I kind of wanted to come back to. You mentioned one specific success story, and um, maybe you want to go into a little bit more detail about that and about some of the other success stories you've had. I think we talked about the six high school grads this school year, but there's a lot more. Let's hear all about those success stories. Absolutely. So to hit on those six, five of them walked, like Paul said, but I want to highlight one that was not able to walk because she's going to graduate in summer school. Uh, This little girl came to us, a 17-year-old freshman last year she's not a little girl she's 17 a 17 year old freshman and has advanced to her senior credits in a year's time and graduates this month in summer school so Mm. we're so very proud of this child that's a huge success that she's worked countless hours for um another big success is that our kiddos that are moving into independent living they've worked really hard to secure employment maintain employment um or the three that are pursuing higher ed the college uh kiddos that have been accepted into tjc and Uh ut tyler both pursuing nursing programs so we got some hard-working girls that are really um just seeking stability and working towards a really great future for themselves um you're a christ-centered agency and let's not leave out the part about the one baptism one awaiting baptism and uh, then beyond that um, you also had the adoption of a child you had in your care for several years so anything you want to share about those yeah it is um, fairly rare to to have a child this age adopted Uh, it is not a normal path for them but we had a young lady that's been with us uh, for almost three years and uh, she uh, we'd seen a lot of growth and heard a lot of development and she had an opportunity this spring Uh, she met a family they uh, seemed to bond together and uh, uh, through uh, the auspices of the department of family and protective services and uh, our staff uh, able to facilitate that and she left uh, living with us after a number of years to go live with the family in the dallas fort worth area 
Okay, that is great. Um, uh, Amber Stringer and Paul Chrisman with Hope Haven of East Texas, our guests this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. And one of your greatest needs right now, if not the greatest, is the need to just bring on more staff, to hire more people due to the expansion efforts and to the work that uh, is being charge to you and other partner agencies from the Department of Family and Protective Services. Um, and we need to talk about uh, criteria for that so people will know maybe if they're qualified. But anything you'd care to share right now about your staffing needs and the best way to go about addressing those? Well, the best way to address it is uh, to go to our website. We have a, a particular section of the website that uh, allows someone to apply right online. And that is the easiest and quickest way uh, to contact us. Uh, you certainly can call, but you can fill out the application on the website and we'll respond immediately. Uh, we're looking for a number of positions. Probably the, the most critical for, uh, for us uh, is direct care staff. And these are uh, women uh, who are involved in in the day-to-day -day life of the girls. Uh, they're working, uh, uh, our staff is there 24 seven and uh, these ladies uh, work shifts much like a hospital. And uh, we're always needing uh, and can use more folks in this area. And um, this is a, a need and our expansion is based on ability to find and train the folks to work with these girls. Okay, so based on what you're hearing on this show today, if you think this might be of interest to you, that website is hhofet.org. You can go right there and I'm going to get it right this time. The phone number, if you care to pick up the phone and uh, give Hope Haven a call is 430-235-2032. Other ways that people can get involved or connection connected, that is, with Hope Haven. You have a prayer ministry. People can donate. They can volunteer. Just anything you'd care to share along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of want to hit back on the criteria of care staff. So it is a female okay. staff. They do have to be age 21 or up. Mm -hmm. But anybody that comes, uh, whether it be staffing or volunteers, uh, you know, community partnerships, church partnerships, our kiddos from hard places come with some hard behaviors. So we want to be very realistic that Hope Haven is more than a job. Um, you're not going to get super rich coming to work for us, but we do trust that those that can come to work for Hope Haven, stick around, volunteer, partner with Hope Haven, that it is a calling um, placed on your heart from Christ to come and love on girls from hard places. And sometimes they show up with some super unlovable behaviors and love them through that too. Yeah. So this is a ministry. Um, so while we are absolutely seeking employment, um, we are just praying that the right people are sent to our ministry um, to put in the hard work. Okay. 
there are tangible items they can donate. They can find out more about that by calling or going to the website. Financial support, there is an easily accessible donate button on your website. I noticed that right off. And at some point, maybe you could even speak on behalf of the organization, do the kinds of things that um, uh, the two of you are doing with us this morning. And the two of you are Amber Stringer and Paul Christman with Hope Haven of East Texas. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Again, that website for more information, H-H-O-F-E-T. Org. You have a couple of upcoming events, one during the summer and one uh, fairly early in the fall that I know you want to talk about this morning. Um, yeah, the Daniels Home of Hope, we're going to be having an open house and a dedication ceremony on July 31st from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Um, the dedication will be at 3 p.m. there at our Gladewater campus. We'll be getting information out online on the website to promote that event soon for Save the Dates. Um as well as our upcoming golf and bingo tournament. So I'll let Paul talk about that. All right, Paul. Yeah, uh, October 10th, uh, Holly Tree Country Club. this will be our um, annual golf tournament and bingo tournament. Uh, we uh, have to mention the bingo because uh, we found that this has been a great complement to the golf tournament. Uh, we have so many folks that uh, want to participate in this kind of event but don't play golf. So uh, we had a great time playing bingo last year. We do them simultaneously. Love to have people participate. Uh, need golf teams. Uh, uh, if you have a team that wants to play, uh, my goodness, we've got an opportunity for you that day. All right. And uh, how much information about that is available on the website? I know it's still kind of early in the game. It's but. early in the game, but that uh, will be hitting the website in the next few weeks, particularly if you're looking for uh, uh, a, to get a team or if you're interested in sponsoring the tournament. We have a number of opportunities to sponsor uh, uh, particular aspects of the tournament. Uh, if you'd like to be uh, a sponsor of, uh, of our uh uh, longest drive or our putting contest or those kinds of things lots of opportunities to participate well you can hardly go wrong with golf and bingo in this part of the world so i think you probably hit that right on the head um getting down close to the end of the show and we've basically covered most of what we need to get the word out about today but i still have a few more things i wanted to touch on and uh, one of them i know under different opportunities to get involved donation of tangible items is there any kind of a specific wish list you have right now yes sir thank you for asking danielle's home of hope we are actually um re we're furnishing the shelter now so we are looking for a refrigerator for the shelter um as well as a couch and then the wish list, our Amazon wish list, is actually posted on our website. So they can find that information on the website as well as our Facebook uh, has the wish list posted. It's at Amazon. And okay. the wish list has all sorts of very practical household items that they can purchase. Okay. Uh, now, all of your clients are referred to you through the court system, or are there variations on that? They all come to us referred by the Department of Family and Protective Services in uh-huh. the court system, yes. Okay, so basically you're uh, a partner of sorts with the uh, Department of Family and Protective Services. We've mentioned Southern Oaks Baptist Church. We've mentioned the new campus in Gladewater that's upcoming. Would you care to talk about some of the other partnerships 
relationships that you have around the communities that you serve and how important they are to you? Oh, they're critical to us. Uh, we have a number of uh, churches. We are not denominational, but we have a number of churches that uh, provide regular support for us uh, that uh, contribute to what we're doing, and we appreciate them so much. Um, we're always available to speak and talk with churches because we find folks there so receptive to, to the mission that Hope Haven is involved in. We also have a number of corporate clients uh -huh. across the uh, community that year after year provide support to us. And so we're always thankful to them for the very practical needs that they have, uh, uh, have met for us. Okay, that sums it up pretty nicely. We talked a little bit a minute ago, not well, actually more than a little bit about volunteers. And Amber, I believe you used the term calling. I think that probably goes for anybody who's going to be a paid staff member or who is going to be a volunteer. Is there anything else you'd care to share about uh, what kinds of qualities you're looking for, say, in your volunteers or staff members? The volunteer role really disguised the limit with that opportunity um, because we serve all ages so whether it be that they come in and they participate in recreational activities in the home or out of the home come do crafts or board game nights or movie nights um we have spa days with the girls or uh the water park passes we got to splash kingdom a lot so really any way that volunteers want to come get involved we like doing cooking classes with volunteers oh, yeah. or life skills training um i had two crazy volunteers crazy enough to do driver's ed with the girls so stuff like that but really whatever their heart's desires are there is a kiddo in our program that I absolutely would love to sit with that volunteer and do an activity okay very good so there are the marching orders if you will for any volunteers and prospective staff members as well we have about a minute left in the show and I'm just going to kind of sum things up here we have been I'm John Sims this is in focus we've been talking to Amber Stringer and Paul Chrisman with um, Smith County base but rapidly expanding Hope Haven of East Texas Texas that uh, serves the needs of neglected and abused girls in the foster care system. That website is hhofet.org, and you can reach them by phone at 430-235-2032. I would especially encourage everyone to keep checking that website because with all the changes you're going through with the transitioning, the privatization through DFPS, um, uh, within a relatively short time, uh, some of the information we're sharing may actually be a little bit out of date. So keep up with that we're about out of time paul chrisman amber stringer thanks so much for getting us up to date on hope haven john thanks for having us thank you you bet paul chrisman amber stringer hope haven of east texas our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next week on in focus